Welcome to the very first episode of the Software Vulnerability Insights Report, your go-to source for everything related to software vulnerability management. And I'm your host, Jeroen Breck. So before we dive into the world of software vulnerabilities, let me explain a little bit on what we're doing in this podcast and what you can expect with this podcast. So let's get started with first the why. So, you know, the world's get more and more interconnected, right? It's more interconnected than ever. And, you know, technology is part of our lives. So software vulnerabilities have become a significant concern. From data breaches to cyber attacks to understanding and managing software vulnerabilities is paramount in today's digital landscape. If I look back to 2022, it was the year with the most recorded vulnerabilities ever, right? We had over 25,000 CVEs recorded. This means that on an average, you know, we have like a hundred a day that are disclosed each day that security teams need to research and test and ver- verify and prioritize and then they need to notify the stakeholders in their companies. But that's not even all, right? We have the software vulnerability needs to be patched as soon as possible. So you need to prioritize. You need to understand if it's a really an applicable vulnerability that, you know, affects your environment. So IT operations will have to, you know, find the right patch, test it, configure it and deploy it. But at the same time, those hackers are getting faster each and every day. You know, we, before COVID, the average risk window was around 30 days. But now with COVID behind us, luckily, but with all the conflicts in the world that are going on, you know, the average time to patch went from seven to one day. Uh, and actually, that's not about a patch. It's about a hacker that can develop and deploy an exploit, right? And they can then start a cyber attack on your specific vulnerability. So that means that we need to work smarter. We need to be more efficient, more effective, and also have a way to be more accurate with, you know, having actionable vulnerability and threat intelligence. Because what our goal is, is to shrink that risk window before it's too late. So this podcast will help you with that goal in mind, shrinking that risk window. So here's what you can expect. The first week of each month, we will unpacking the latest monthly vulnerability insights report. This is a report where we'll analyze the trends, share critical takeaways, and keep you updated on the state of software vulnerabilities. It's a report that I personally make. I love data. So I'll, you know, I create this report now for over two years, I believe, and it's been very popular and people really like it. So that's why we'll share that information also during this podcast. And other episodes, we'll dive a little bit deeper in software vulnerability management topics. You know, it could be like from the basics of explaining what is a CVE, what is the NVD, what is the difference between those two, but also, you know, CVSS score, what's threat and tell, how do we score, what will be the best way to prioritize, et cetera, et cetera. And there's, of course, always the pros and the cons of various approaches, right? Because there's not one single solution to this. And ultimately, we also take a look at how Sukunia, the market leader software vulnerability research team, operates. Sukunia, a company that was acquired by Flexera a couple of years back, and um, the company that I work for. All right, so in a nutshell, our podcast is our one-stop shop for everything related to vulnerabilities. If you're an IT pro, if you're a cybersecurity enthusiast, or just someone who is interested in staying safe online, we got you covered. All right, so quick introduction because I just mentioned Sukunia and Sukunia Advisories, uh, and it will be mentioned during the, the presentation. 
since 2002, the team at Secunia Research has been delivering these security advisories that provide reliable, curated and actionable vulnerability intelligence. A security advisory is a summary of all the work that this research team does and communicates with their you know, customers. It's a very standardized, validated and enriched vulnerability research report based on a very specific software product version. We will issue not only the, the known you know, the variables like CVE or CVSS core, but we also have our own Secunia research rating, which helps you to be more precise because it's, it's a very easy to use common practice. The dual rating method also allows us for much more improved means of prioritizing by criticality because criticality can be, can be, you know, observed from many angles. And, you know, we provide now two instead of one, which is also a benefit and an added value. You know, also unlike public sources, Secunia Research provides association of known exploits to CVs without any advisory for a product. You know, threat scores are set by severity of a threat posed to quantity to quantify it into a categories of severity. But we'll, we'll get more into that later in another podcast. All right, well, let's dive right in um, and get into the September uh, report. So an interesting thing is, is total advisories of this month was 864. 864 is up from last year from 821 advisories. And this, this 864 advisories is an absolute record-breaking month. We've never had so many. The last time, the, the number two right now is in May 23 with 856. So we're a little bit up with eight, so 1% up. But that's, you know, it's a trend. We are we're seeing, like like the climate change, <laughs> the, the temperature is rising. The number of vulnerabilities, the number of advisories are rising. And 2023 is on track to surpass this 22 record with a, uh, probably a, like a 30 to maybe even 35% year-to-date increase. You know, last month we had 24%. Uh, this month it's 28% increase. So we definitely have something to worry about because if you're talking about 25,000 advisories a year with an increase of 30%, you know, we're looking at much more work. That's like 30 advisories, uh, sorry, 30 CVEs a day extra that we need to work on. And we already have little time to take care of it. If you look at the vulnerabilities with a remote attack factor, about 52, so more than half of all the vulnerabilities have a remote attack factor. Last month, it was a little bit less, uh, but now we're really over 50%, 52.2 to be exact. And if you look at the extreme critical advisories, about 11 were reported. That's 10 times more than last year, than last month, where we only had one. Same thing counts for the zero days, right? We have Microsoft, we have Apple, we have Google and Adobe, you know, usual suspects, some say. But last month, there were only five. But in September, they had like 17. And by last month, I mean August. So if you look at the CVEs that were covered in our advisories, or the Sakunia advisories, that's about... 1,892 unique CVEs were covered. That's also a, a huge increase since August with uh, over 500 more. Uh, and that is, that is, again, 
that's a lot that you have to uh, take care of. You know, if you look at the, the dimensions, you know, highly and moderately critical vulnerabilities are targeted by hackers. Try to focus on those first and then go into the lower ones and always use the right prioritization. So more than half of the advisories from Amazon, Suzy, Ubuntu, and Red Hat uh, had a, so as well as a top vendor um, provider of CVEs, also the most rejected advisories. If you look at the total number of advisories, that was 131. So Ubuntu has about 30, 30 13 of them, Amazon 41, Suzy 12, and Red Hat had nine out of 131. That's, that's a lot. And the reason for that is because probably their information, their vulnerability published information is not critical enough. It doesn't have enough gain or the hackers cannot get to that point where they could do damage or could steal information without breaching so many best practices that it is not worth your while to really focus on this one. And by focusing, I mean prioritizing on this one. If we talk about network uh, related, networking related advisories, uh, Cisco contributes to almost 50%, actually 51% of all related advisories, networking related advisories. That's a lot. Um, so yeah, we need to make sure that also on that side, the software is always patched and up to date. So if you look at the total threat landscape, about 72% of all the advisories had an associated threat. That's almost, you know, three out of four <laughs> advisories. They have threat information. That means they are either there is a ransomware, there is a penetration testing tool associated with it. Uh, yeah, it could be any type of attack, but this is really uh, threatening information. And we should really make sure that we have the right information at the right time to take the right action uh, by patching it in time. So threat intel is important. You know, threat intel is the key thing for helping you to prioritize patching. If you would only focus on CVSS score, so the criticality score, you might miss out on something. You know, besides, of course, that you need to have visibility of what you have. That's of course the basic thing that you need to have, but. You know, if you only would focus on CVSS core, I think you will miss out on some interesting things because a low or medium or medium high or high uh, vulnerability in criticality scoring could mean that, for example, you will miss out if there is a low critical vulnerability with an extreme high, almost zero day vulnerability, uh, uh, threat intelligence information with that. Because hackers are not stupid. They know that we know that we need to focus on the criticality score seven and higher because they are easier for hackers to attack. But if they know that, so they will probably focus on CVSS score four and seven because that's like the medium range where priority is maybe a little bit less, medium, maybe medium priority. So they will attack on those vulnerabilities first. So if you have threat intelligence, you will be able to, to, to increase the prioritization and the accuracy and, you know, shrink that risk window patch before it's too late. Ultimately, you know, the attacks on critical infrastructures are increasing, right? So we need to prioritize and patch quicker and faster.
you know, if you look at the notable events from September, you know, Apple released a couple of emergency uh, security updates to zero days with the Pegasus spyware. And I think everyone knows now, uh, Google, they issued out of band patches on September 11 and on the 27 again, uh, because of uh, exploits in the wild. Adobe as well actively exploited flaw in uh, Acrobat Reader. And these are just some of the, the main players in the market, right? Like Mozilla uh, or Microsoft. They also had a couple of zero days. So it's it's a very, very busy, busy month in September. And we think that August, sorry, October will become another high player. Uh, we are on, good on the roll. Uh, we see a lot of Amazon Linux currently, but uh, we'll get to that next month. Ultimately, the whole goal is to shrink that risk window. And um, that's why we have this, this session for you. So for now, this is a this is a wrap, right? We'll talk about something else the next time, but otherwise on the next month, we'll have another monthly newsletter. Uh, we hope you found these insights valuable. We appreciate your feedback. Contact me or us, like Sarah, if you want to try our software vulnerability management solutions and see that data for yourself. You can choose if you want to have data or if you want to have actionable scanning and prioritization and patching at the same place. Uh, so please let me know. Happy to help you set up a demo. Otherwise, thanks for joining and see you next time.